Hey everyone, it's Alan Schimmel, DevOps.com, and you're listening to another DevOps chat. Today's DevOps chat is one I look forward to every year, and that's the one where we speak about uh, the latest state of DevOps report. Uh, helping me, or actually our guest and star for this uh, year's state of DevOps report review is none other than Jez Humble, co-founder, CTO for Dora, De DevOps Research and Assessment, and just all around DevOps dude and, and a great guy to talk to. Jez, welcome to DevOps Chat. Thanks so much for having me, Alan. Always a pleasure. Thank you. And Jez, you know, you guys, Nicole and you and Gene and the rest of the team have done another bang up job this year in the state of DevOps report. It, it has a name, a little bit of a different nomenclature this year. It's actually, and I, if I mess it up, correct me, accelerate the state of DevOps report. Yeah, that's right. It's the Accelerate State of DevOps report this year, um, but uh, continuing the same uh, rigorous research as, as previous years and extending it with some uh, exciting new findings this time. Yeah, and, and another thing I, I will mention, right, let's get it out of the way early on, is that this year's report, uh, Diamond Sponsor is Google Cloud, correct? Yep, that's right. We have uh, 15 uh, gold sponsors as well, but um, our main uh, Collaboration this year is with Google Cloud. That's correct. Thank you. Fantastic. All right. Now that we've got the commercial out of the way, Jez, let's dive in. So this is what, the fifth or sixth year you guys have worked on State of DevOps Report? Yeah. So this is the fifth year that uh, Dora has been involved in uh, or, or been leading the research for the State of DevOps Report. That's correct. And um, so, you know, when we look at it from that point of view, you know, with hindsight, it really is a massive amount of data there and, uh, you know, to dig into. But let's concentrate on this year's report, Jez. Let's start with what do you think, for our listeners, what do you think the biggest takeaway for them is? As you say, this is the biggest research program of its kind, looking into DevOps, uh, what DevOps means, why it's important, the factors that predict um, your ability to deliver with speed and stability. Uh, and you'd think, you know, this is the fifth year that we're doing this, that we'd run out of things to talk about. That's absolutely not the case. This is the, the biggest and most comprehensive one yet. I think a few uh, big takeaways. Number one, <clears throat> again, we found that uh, our measure of software delivery performance is, is still valid. That's looking at speed and stability. And we find, again, the high performers are not trading off one against the other they're actually increasing both uh, the speed and stability of uh, their delivery process. And we've extended that measure out also to look at um, availability as well. So availability is availability in production. It's a measure of operational performance. So uh, because we're also looking at that, we now talk about software delivery and operational performance. So we're covering the whole delivery lifecycle from uh, development right through to operations in production. And again, we find that high performers are not making trade-offs. They're achieving high levels of throughput and stability and availability uh, as well. Uh, we've also looked at the key technical practices that drive high performance, and we've expanded that this year to also look at monitoring and observability, to look at the impacts of continuous testing, to look at database change management, and to look at shifting left on security. We've also looked uh, in more depth at culture. We've looked at the management practices that shape culture to improve performance outcomes. 
Uh, this year, we've also looked at the role of leaders on influencing culture through giving their teams autonomy and building trust. And we find that promoting a culture of learning fostered through retrospectives, uh, learning reviews has an impact on culture. Uh, the highest performers are 1.5 times more likely to consistently hold retrospectives and use them to improve their work, which is critical. Uh, we also looked at cloud infrastructure. We found, <clears throat> and a lot of people are moving to the cloud. That's, that's very hot. Uh, it's had, seen huge adoption across many different industries. But what we found is that how you do it matters. Uh, the National Institute of Science and Technology has a definition of, of cloud infrastructure. And they talk about five uh, essential capabilities that you have to implement, things like uh, on-demand self-service, whereby customers can unilaterally provision um, cloud resources. We find that high performers uh, are 23 times more likely to be using those five essential characteristics that NIST talks about. So there's lots of people who are using cloud but don't actually have those capabilities implemented. That's a problem. How you do this stuff matters. Just you know, putting your stuff in the cloud and pretending it's a data center uh, doesn't actually work. You need to actually use the capabilities that cloud provides as well. Um, we found that using open source software improves performance. Uh, and finally, again, we've shown that industry doesn't matter. We find that uh, we find high performers among all different market groups, um, all different industries, whether that's financial services, uh, healthcare, other highly regulated groups, uh, as well as you know, startups and uh, small companies in the low-performing group. So anyone can do this stuff. Absolutely. <clears throat> you know, Jez, I, I find it not, not comforting, but I mean, we hear you talk and you talk about, well, companies that are moving into the cloud and stuff. And, you know, I, I guess, it, it, I, was it around maybe 2005? where all of a sudden the cloud really started kind of bursting on the scene. And, you know, here we are, 13 going on, maybe 15 years. And, you know, it's almost like, well, when, when, when will we really see, are we in the midst of the, like the, it's, it's mainstream certainly, but have we seen, where are we in cloud migration and, and how this is impacting us? I, like, has the, the bulk of it already taken place or is the bulk of it in front of us? Yeah, I think, I mean, that's a great question. And I think we see the same trend with DevOps um, yeah. and with, you know, continuous delivery as well. People say they're doing it. And the question is, are they really doing it? Because everyone wants to, you know, do it and then say they're done. And what's the, the next big thing? Um, I mean, if we, if we look at, uh, our data, what we see is 17% of respondents are not using cloud at all, uh, and the rest, which is um, you know, 83% are using cloud, including 40% using multiple cloud providers. But if we look at who's actually doing it right, only um, a very small proportion of uh, people who, who actually say they're doing it in fact, are. 22% of our respondents said they were met all those essential characteristics. So I say I would say that there's some way to go. I mean, it, I mean, it's literally the Pareto principle, right? 80% of people are doing it, only 22% are doing it right. Um, so I, I think there's a long tail with all this stuff, whether it's DevOps adoption, whether it's cloud adoption. Uh, we're all learning as we go along. Change takes time. It's hard uh, to do this stuff right. You need, and, and this again is common across cloud and DevOps, you need to change the way you do things. You need to change your practices. You need to change your processes. 
that's hard and that, that's the the bit that takes the time and is complicated uh, people are very keen to adopt new technologies and you know kubernetes docker cloud stuff and, and they adopt it but changing their processes and practices that's the hard work but it's also the important work and, and we see that very clearly in our research yeah yeah and and you're right i mean <clears throat> i i've often thought that you know, there's a chicken and egg relationship between DevOps and, and many of the megatrends that we've seen pop up over the last decade, including the cloud and ubiquitous connectivity and the move to mobile and, you know, an application-driven uh, sort of IT world. And I don't know, you know, if any one of those things happens without any of the other things, including DevOps, frankly, uh, which, which makes this so important. So, Jez, when we look when we look at this year's findings in in historical perspective to previous years, um, any any kind of anomalies, anything that jumps out that says, "Boy, this this seems different than years before." This this seems kind of not to be moving along that same track that we've seen in, in years before. Uh, yeah, great question. So a few things. Firstly, we've got a new high performance group, uh, the elite performance. Um, so in previous years, our cluster analysis has um, shown us that there's three groups, high performers, medium performers, low performers. So when we do the cluster analysis this year, we found a couple of interesting trends. So firstly, we've got an elite performance group, which shows that the industry continues to improve its software development and delivery practices. Um, and our high performance group has grown in terms of the percentage of, of respondents, which shows that high performance is attainable for many teams in the industry. It's not just reserved for an exclusive group of teams with unique characteristics. So high performance continue to deliver and operate software at the highest levels, but the bar for excellence has continued to evolve across the industry. And this fourth group of performers, elite performers, is still optimizing it and getting better. And, and that's that's what we see in general. The, 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 the best organizations are the ones that keep trying to get better and are never satisfied. The other interesting trend we saw with the cluster analysis was we found a, a small group, uh, about 7%, that we've called the, mis, the misguided performers. Um, and so the misguided performers is, uh, is interesting as well. Um, so this is a group that basically is optimizing for, uh, for, for, for going slowly. Um, they're making safe choices, but they pay a really expensive price. Um, so they're taking this very cautious approach and they want to release infrequently and they see that as an effective strategy. They're using that extra time um, between deployments for testing and quality checks, but they report really long times to restore service when there's an outage, like months and months of time to restore service, which, which is a, a huge problem. So our research shows that making large batch infrequent changes introduces risk to the deployment process. Uh, failure is inevitable in complex systems. And when large failures do occur, these big batch changes can contribute additional complexity when attempting to both understand failures or when dealing with catastrophic or cascading failures throughout the system. Um, so, sorry, 5% of teams that are doing exactly in this, exactly this and, and, and seeing the consequences. So that those are kind of some, some interesting things that we saw in this year's data. Absolutely. Um, so... You know, Jess, certainly since the, um, the, the founding, the creation, the launch of Dora, the, the survey has taken on 
not a greater mission, but it's so intertwined with what Dora itself does, right, to a, to a large degree. And I don't know if, if our audience, I think they've all been reading this survey for years. They may have heard of Dora. They know Nicole. They know you. They certainly know Jean. But lay it out. Connect the dots for us. How does the survey go sort of arm in arm or hand in hand, whatever the case may be, with, with Dora and its mission? Yeah, so our mission is, uh, as DORA, DevOps Research and Assessment, our mission is to help the industry um, create excellence in software delivery. Um, we, we really want to help organizations get better. And, you know, we have a product. Our product is an assessment tool that can help you see how you're doing um, uh, and see what the constraints are in terms of your ability to get better. And, you know, there's there's a bunch of assessment products out there. We really wanted to take a scientific approach to this. So, um, four years of doing this previously with Puppet and now doing it with Google, um, led by Nicole. Uh, Nicole is, um, I mean, she, she was a, an academic. She um, was a tenure track um, professor. Uh, so she has a, a long background in, in research from an academic point of view. She really has found a way to, um, to work out what matters in an academically rigorous way um, that, that's scientific. So all this research we've been doing actually allows us to say, you know, here's how you measure performance. Here's how we can show it has an impact on the organizational outcomes you care about. Here are the things that predict your ability to deliver with speed and stability. And, and that's a combination of um, technical and, and cultural and, and process-based capabilities. And so we can say these things actually matter. So here are the things that matter. Here's how you measure them. Here's how the impact your um, software delivery performance and here's how that um, predicts your organizational performance so it's really about taking a scientific approach to measuring these things and improving them um, and actually this year we came out with a book uh, accelerate which um, talks about that research program and the results we found over the last four years um, of doing that program so it, it's all about taking a, a scientific research based approach to um, improving technical capabilities around delivering um, delivering software. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and Jez, we're, believe it or not, we're almost out of time already. As I mentioned, it, it does go quickly. But um, I, I want to do a little bit more on Dora for people who don't get it. You know, I know you've worked publicly. I, th I think it's announced that Dora's worked with uh, Capital One, among other enterprises, Give our, our audience, you know, again, a little bit more about Dora's mission and how you're helping companies there. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, thanks very much for the opportunity to talk about this. Uh, we, we have a, a solid number of companies who are our customers from all different kinds of industries, including very large, highly regulated industries, including finance and, and, and government who are interested in working out how to get better. And we, we basically apply our research that we've gathered over the last several years uh, and help them understand what's holding them back and what their constraints are and then how to actually improve that in a research data-based way. So that it, it's something that applies everywhere. It's something that applies, uh, and this is one of the great things about this research is that it shows that anyone can do this stuff. So this applies anywhere. So, you know, I, I've often heard people say, you know, well, we can't do that. This won't work here. You know, DevOps whatever, cloud, continuous delivery, sounds great, won't work here. Uh, and we can really come in and say, well, actually, you know, that, that's, that's really not the case. Anybody can get better. Uh, and 
here's how the data shows that people in all different kinds of industries of all different sizes can can improve. Um, and and again, we've we've been able to help companies actually find out where they are and find out their constraints and understand how to improve. So it's it's been very helpful from that perspective. Not just I mean, and, and this is a great thing about working at Dora that that I love is not only is it scientific and research based, it's also pragmatic and practical, and it has real impacts um, on the ground with with companies looking to improve their software development capabilities. So it's really a, a total pleasure. Uh, and, and great fun being able to not just do the research but also apply it in practice that that's uh, you know a real privilege for me being in that position to be able to apply this in this way absolutely well jez you know continued success with dora and i um looking forward you know I, oh my god i forgot to mention jez if people want to download the report where can they go get it yes thank you so much that's uh an excellent question to ask. So um, you can go to our website, devops-research.com. Um, and if you go to the research, it's on the front page. Uh, it's on our research page, the link to download the report from Google Cloud. Uh, you can also go to bit.ly slash 2018-devops-report. That will take you straight to the registration page so you can download the report. Uh, also a reminder that um, we discussed the last four years of our research and our research program in Accelerate, um, the book that we came out with earlier this year. Um, but yeah, please go and look at the report. Obviously, we've only been able to touch the uh, tip of the iceberg um, in, in, in this discussion. There, there's, I mean, there's loads of, um, if I say so myself, very interesting stuff there. So I encourage you to go and download it and check it out. Absolutely. All right. Jez Humble, always a pleasure, my friend, to have you on our show. Um, Thank you very much for doing the report. Continued success. Say hello to Dr. Nicole and Gene and the rest of the gang. And we'll have you back again soon on DevOps Chat. Thanks so much, Alan. Always a pleasure. Thank you. My pleasure. This is Alan Schimmel for DevOps.com, DevOps Chat. You've just listened to another chat. Have a great day, everyone. Mm -hmm.